Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Happiness Hacks. I'm John Davidson, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about human emotional needs. What are they? Why are they important? And how do we get them met in the healthiest way possible? Let's get started. Everybody wants to be happy. It's the one thing we all have in common. So why is it so difficult to achieve? I'm John Davidson. I'm a psychotherapist and I've spent my entire life uncovering the secrets to human happiness. I believe it's possible to hack your happiness to live a richer, fuller and more meaningful life. And in this podcast, I'm going to show you how. Welcome to Happiness Hacks. It's interesting, this, uh, this topic of emotional needs. It's easy to go your whole life being totally unaware that they even exist. I know myself, early in my education, when I was training to be a therapist, I was reading a book by a guy called Charles Whitfield, and I think it was called Search for the Child Within. And I got to the chapter about emotional needs, and I remember reading through the chapter being... Uh, quite interested in this. Oh, that's interesting. Human beings have emotional needs. Um, that's going to really help me when I'm, uh, when I'm working with people. And suddenly it dawned on me and I turned to my girlfriend with shock and I asked, do I have emotional needs? I honestly, until that point in my life, I was completely and utterly unaware that these emotional needs even existed. Now, I think it's quite obvious that we have survival needs. We have biological needs. You know, nobody's doubting that we need food and we need water and we need oxygen and we need sleep. You know, it's obvious when you don't get these needs met because when you don't meet these needs, you die. So people find out about this stuff quite quickly. But there's a whole set of emotional needs that if they don't get met, you don't die, but it can cause a lot of problems and it can seriously affect our quality of life. So at Clarity Counseling, which is my day job, it's my private practice where I see my clients, our slogan is from surviving to thriving. And you might think about how this applies to emotional needs, that we have surviving needs that everybody knows about, the ones that I've already mentioned. But we also have a set of emotional needs, and if they don't get met, it's really hard to thrive. So you'll survive, but you just won't thrive. So whether we know about it or not, all of us are doing things all day, every day, to try to get our emotional needs met. You know, And, and if, I, if I give you some examples of, of what constitutes an emotional need, maybe you'll be able to see this playing out in your life. So we have an emotional need for security. So some of us are going to work and we're trying to make a lot of money because when we were kids, we were poor and that didn't feel very safe. So now our need for security, we're getting that met through having money, you know, making money, saving money. We might feel very insecure when the money starts to run out and we might feel a lot better when we've got a healthy balance in the bank, you know. Another emotional need that motivates what we do is status. So you might find that you're, you're going for that promotion at work, you know, or you want to know that a, a friend cares about you. And in various different ways, we're looking for our need for status to be met so that we feel like we are good enough 
because that affords us a certain kind of position in the world that makes us feel safer. So really, all emotional needs come down to feeling safe. And all human beings need to feel safe in order to feel well, in order to have good mental health. So we have these things called emotional needs, and they're important, and all of us, whether we know it or not, we're doing things every day to try to get our needs met. Now, there is a right way to go about this, and there's a wrong way to go about this. And what I mean by that is there's a way that works, and there's a way that just doesn't work. And most people are doing it the way that doesn't work. And that is we're trying to get other people to meet our emotional needs. So we're in relationships with other people, but we're being quite needy in those relationships. Whether we realize it or not, we're trying to get other people to give us what we can't give or won't give to ourselves. So let's look at an example here. Let's say that I'm in my relationships with other people. I'm saying, you need to understand me. You know, it's important that my partner understands me. It's important that my boss understands me. It's important that my friends understand me. So clearly there's an unmet need for understanding there. And the question is, do you understand yourself? Are you giving that thing to yourself? Often the question is no. And the reason that we need it from other people is because we don't have it. And the reason we don't have it is because we're not giving it to ourselves, right? And this, you can see this, like this is going to make a massive difference to your relationships. Just see your expectations of other people in relationships. Just notice how you're trying to get a need met. And it's a, it's a need that you could meet for yourself, but you won't or you don't. So another example might be, I need people to accept me the way I am. Well, you wouldn't need that from other people if you accepted yourself the way you are. So whatever we're trying to get from other people tells us what we're neglecting to do for ourselves. So I've created a worksheet to help you to figure out what these unmet needs might be. And you can download that by going to www.happinesshacks.net. And in that worksheet, it's simply going to get you to look at certain relationships in your life and say, what am I struggling to get in those relationships? What, where am I frustrated because I feel that the other person should be doing something that they're not doing? And we're going to make a list of those things. And then the simple question is, is this something I should be doing for myself? Is this something I could do for myself? You know, and if I did do it for myself... Would I need it from other people? Now, this is going to make a massive difference to your relationships because when you start meeting your own emotional needs and you meet that internally, it, the process is automatic. There's no delay. You need something and you give it to yourself. You need something and you give it to yourself. It's beautiful. It works perfectly. In fact, you'll eventually get so good at this that it will almost feel like you don't have any emotional needs at all because the minute a need presents itself to you, you'll deal with it. You'll solve the problem. You know, you might find that you're craving reassurance from somebody else. I need somebody to tell me that, that I'm okay. I need somebody to tell me that I'm good enough. Well, that means that you're not telling yourself that. That means that you're doubting yourself and that you're feeling bad about yourself. And maybe what you need to look at is your own internal self-talk. So instead of continuing to put yourself down inside your own head and then trying to get other people to rescue you from what you're doing to yourself... It makes much more sense to say, you know, I have a need for validation. I have a need for approval. 
I should be validating myself. I should be approving of myself. And if I did that, I would no longer have an unmet need and I would no longer be trying to get that need met in my relationships. So what does this mean for our relationships? It means that when we take care of our own internal needs, our own emotional needs, and we do a good job of meeting our own emotional needs, we no longer need anybody else to do that for us. So we take the burden of our needs off our relationships. This means that we're now in relationships not because we need somebody, not because I'm with you because I need you, I can't be without you, I'm dependent on you for these things that you do for me that I don't do for myself. Instead of that, it becomes, hey, do you know what? I don't need you, but I want you. And isn't that so much more romantic? Isn't that so, so much more romantic? I don't need you, but I want you. Now that relationship is a relationship that is motivated by love and not a relationship that is motivated by fear. The fear of being alone, the fear of not getting our needs met. You know, when we learn how to meet our own needs, we are no longer fearful in a relationship. We're no longer insecure. We no longer think, I'm afraid that this person might leave me. What will happen to me and my needs if this person leaves? It becomes, you know, if the relationship doesn't work out, I'll be okay, because I know how to meet my own needs and I know how to take care of myself. So we take all of that fear and all of that need and all of that insecurity and all of that entitlement and all of that dependency, we take that off the people that we're in relationships with. And it gives our relationships a chance to breathe. It gives our relationships a chance to thrive And not only do we get our emotional needs met, which is what we need in order to be happy, but also now our relationships can improve. Our relationships get what they need, which is for us to take the burden of our unmet needs off that relationship. So what are you trying to get from other people? What is it that you're trying to get other people to give to you? How could you learn how to give that thing to yourself? If you gave that thing to yourself and you no longer had that unmet need, what positive effect might that have on your relationships? Download the worksheet, fill it out, experiment with a different way of getting your needs met and see what difference that makes to how you feel. You'll be amazed at how much easier life gets when you take back responsibility for what you need. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Happiness Hacks. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. I'll see you next time.